0: what's going on everybody this is Corey.
1: this is martin what's going on
0: and we here with the newest episode of the stretch four and you know we had a we we had some things that we weren't planning on talking about and last night i blew all that up my squad fill it up your 76ers mm-hmm. let me just say this wait wait before you go Because you about to talk about the Sixers. Yes, Sixers right.
1: You said that we had some things to talk about, but we're going to blow it all up. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think that what we're about to, well, after we talk about what you're going to talk about, (laughs) we're going to transition into what I wanted to bring to the table. Okay, okay. And it's really fitting. It's going, it's, this topic, this question I'm going to ask you, after last night's game.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're going to have some explaining to do. But go ahead. So, last night, Sixers-Raptors, big game. Sixers need to show the retooled Sixers that we can compete with the retooled Raptors. Um, I think going into the game, we had not beat the Raptors at home in 12 games. So, that goes back, what, six years? Because you only play two games at home per year? So, six years. Yeah. Um. I got to be real. Looking at the performance of the Sixers last night, and I'm going to break them down by player, mm-hmm. I honestly think there's only three guys who are ready for a big game situation. Okay. Jimmy Butler. Okay. J.J. Redick. Okay. T.J. McConnell. Yeah, I agree. Um, Because what I saw from Embiid. And what I saw from Ben Simmons lets me know that unless they take some drastic steps to change their game, they're not going to win against a good competitor. So, I mean, we saw it with Ben Simmons, right? Yeah. Um, We saw that last year in the playoffs. Well, here's the only reason why I discount what last year in the playoffs. Ben System's role in that offense last year was solely distributor. He had enough shooters on that team where if you're getting 12, 14 out of Ben, that's extra. And that's where – huh? I don't agree. Well, let me just – let me – um. well, let me finish real quick. If you look at it, he had Ilyasova, Sova, J.J. Reddick, um, Bellinelli. Covington. Covington, Covington Sarich. Sorry. You know, he had so many shooters where he can drive dish, you know, but this year, with Covington gone, Sarge gone, Ilya Silva gone, Bellinelli gone, you need shooters. You don't have shooters, so you need Ben to be more aggressive and to play more of the offensive role. So I don't think that it's something where I really feel like, "Hey, Ben is it's necessary for Ben to be." you know, for him to be that aggressive scoring last year. This year, I think it is. It's yeah. pertinent that he has to score. But see, it's it, it's these
1: games here with Ben Simmons that really you look at him and you start to wonder how how great really can he be?
0: Well, that, hold on. Before I said it, though, he dropped 16-10-7, I think it was. So he didn't have, statistically, he didn't have a... But here's the problem. The last time Ben Simmons played against... Um, last time he played against, um, he played against um, um, last time he played against the Raptors, he had 11 turnovers. Worst game of his career. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, which we call shutting down. He even said it. How do you then come into this game and commit six or seven more turnovers? And I was looking at it, and it wasn't that he was committing turnovers that I would sit there and say, man. He got, you know, he got housed or, you know, the claw was on him. It was dumb passes in the lane. It was trying to thread balls in between guys' legs. It was it was dumb stuff like that. See, that in crucial times of the game, you just needed a basic pass. But
1: that's and that that's where I'm going with this though. And he had eight. Hey, eight what? Points. Oh, eight points. Okay. Eight points. 10 I 10 thought rebounds. he had a couple on garbage time. My bad. No, he had eight points, ten rebounds. But I mean, these are the type of games where you need Ben Simmons to be, like you said, aggressive. The problem with Ben Simmons, he cannot shoot. He just can't shoot the ball, man.
0: Well, here's the thing, and I I go back to this, and I go back to the John Wall thinking. You don't need him to be a good shooter. Well, You it, just need him to take the shot,
1: so at least it pulls the defense out. Now, okay, and you're saying that because you don't believe John Wall is a
0: good shooter. John Wall, I'm talking when he came into the league. When he came into the league. W- but when, he could still shoot, though. No, John Wall was a, a good shooter because from, from Kentucky, shoot. John Wall was all drives. But he could shoot, though. No. He, he would knock down jumpers. Yeah, but it wasn't at a click that you would rather him shoot a jumper. You'd rather him drive. Yeah, but you still, it, he, right he, now, he you'd rather have. He was at kid Gilchrist game where you would just rather him drive than shoot. Yeah, but right now, if. But now John Wall's ben developed
1: Simmons, a respectable jumper. Well, yeah, but if Ben Simmons had the jump shot that John Wall had coming in college, we wouldn't even be really talking about it. But, we would just be saying he needs to improve. No, this guy doesn't need to improve his shooting. He can't shoot. He needs to learn how to shoot. Well, That's not, the, ben Sooners, the thing probably. is,
0: I've seen enough tape showing that he can shoot. It's just that I I mean he has this mantra of I can get to the lane when I need to, which is true. Yeah. And he's always looking to make the best basketball player if I have a if I drive in. That Brent and the defense collapse. I have an open shooter, which that team is built around. Problem this is, is we don't have as many shooters as we did in the past.
1: Yeah, well, it's not how many shooters you have. It's, 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 ma- it's really a matter of who's going to knock down the shots. I mean... Well, we don't have a lot of... Like, you got... Well, the problem that you all have is that Jimmy Butler is your only guy who's going to... Well, you got J.J. Reddick, too. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Butler, he's more or less...
0: He's, he's shooting forty
1: five percent since he get from three since he got here. Correct, but he's not a he's not a catch and shoot player. Now can he can he catch and shoot? Yes, but he's not a catch and shoot player. So that's the thing. With but him. I think but that integration's been fine. Well, yeah, but that's what I am saying. It just all goes back to
0: Ben Simmons being able to knock down these jumpers, man. But see, then he, I, he, but he's not taking them, but he's see, scared. Then I go to the next level. All right. So you got 8, 10, and five from Ben last night, right? Yeah, and seven turnovers or eight turnovers. Yeah, and like I said, it wasn't. The issue where it was a game one where it was Kawhi just all in his head and just dominating him. Yeah. It was dumb passes and, you know, just dumb stuff. But then I look at Joel and B. Now, what's the backup center? Vucevic or whatever? Or not Vucevic. Um, the backup center for um, Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. Uh, Valanchunas.
1: Valanchunas.
0: So Valanchunas came off the bench. Yeah. Valanchunas had more points Mm -hmm. and was a bigger impact to the game than Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. Joel Embiid, the last time I checked it, he was a minus 20. So. And that was when we were down by like eight. Like he was like Ben, the strange thing is Ben was his plus minus was positive last night. Like my thing is with Joel and B. Now they did say they commented a few times. Um, they did comment a few times. They were just like Ben. I mean, um, um, Joel seems sluggish. He doesn't seem seems like he's out. My thing is, I can't take that as an excuse. Y'all had no, three I'm game. Not. Y'all had three days off.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's no excuse.
0: And it's not like y'all were traveling big miles. Y'all went from Philly to Toronto, which is like a four hour what was what was a yeah. two hour flight something. Like that. Yeah, so it's it is just one of those things where he did. He turned the ball over a lot. He wasn't aggressive. He kept selling for three point shots. He was well, like zero four from the three. Thing. So
1: he's it shooting. Joel Embiid is shooting. I think about 30 or 29% from three. Yeah. And he's taking four a game. Yeah. You just can't afford that. Yeah.
0: He's too big for that. Well, it's not that he's too big. He's too dominant for that. He can bully you. But he needs to learn how to play with his back-to-basketball. You you know what it is? You know it is the equivalent of? Remember the year after Shaq came in the league and he was just dunking on everybody, just Mm -hmm. dominating. And it was just like sickening. And all the talking heads started saying, well, he needs to develop more of a finesse game. And the next year Shaq tried to do all these jump hooks and all this other stuff. And, like, his numbers went down. Then Shaq the next year came in. He was just like, I'm just going to dominate. And until they could stop me, then I'll start developing other stuff. And last I checked, they never figured out a way to stop him. No, And, like, like Joel B, the guys he's playing up against, he can play bully ball. Like, now, uh, Andre Drummond, who's just as big as him – He can outthink and out and speed and so forth. But most of the guys he goes against, he can bully them. And he plays down. And it's like, I I was watching Valanchunas, and I'm just like, dude, he's literally just challenging you face up, nobody in the paint with him. And he's just better than you. And this is, you think of his performance against Boston last year, Mm -hmm. where Al Horford just dominated them. And it just seems like when it comes to these big moments, he doesn't <laughs> play to the caliber so, of the player
1: he is. So check this out, right? Is it that it's the big moments or do you think that when he doesn't have a, someone to talk to out there that he's underperforming? Because you think about it, you know, he loves going against Drummond because he likes to talk. Well, it's, he loves going against the other guy. Al Horford's not talking. Valanchunas
0: is not talking. Well, I don't These even guys, think it's about I, talking. I think it's just about Well, it could be a mental thing. Because this I That's realized about Joel Embiid is guys he respects. He doesn't talk he doesn't talk. Who did here's somebody he played against recently and he really respects them. Like he like he's another good really good player. And he played against him, and they were battling the whole game. And you saw, and it was just like after the game, they went up and they dapped it up, and they was hugging and everything. And it was like that's respect. He respects them. Like guys like Drummond, they joke like guys like him and Drummond. They're really good friends, but he doesn't think that Drummond's as good as he is. No, that's true. And those like a lot of the Euro centers, like he does. He he knows they're not on his level. Yeah. But the stuff that he was doing with like Valentunas, like Ibaka was Ibaka's kind of a tricky guy because but well, because he he's shorter, he's a smaller guy, and he can pull Joel out. But, but my I mean, thing the, is he, if Ibaka housting, that's fine.
1: Valentunas housting. Yeah, but you, you, you still gotta the thing is is that you know, like you said, it's a big game. Valentunas is he's in his re, uh league for a reason, and he's stuck around
0: for a while for a reason. He he's a smart player. He's a backup center. And he, but he versus your hundred and twenty. Yeah, but against your 125 million dollar man. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I need you to win that battle. Yeah. This is hold on, this is a preview. All people are healthy. This is a preview oh, yeah. of a later round of playoffs. Oh, yeah. And the more they keep waxing y'all, the more and more they 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 have they go into that playoff series, like, look, we got these guys. Yeah. And like. And the reason why I say like guys like TJ. Reddit, Butler. Butler had a game. I mean, he he was the only person keeping him in it. Yeah. Um, I like to see that Shamit starting to become more vocal. Like he was in a huddle and they were showing him, like telling the guys, like, look, this is what we need, which I like to see that. Um. But TJ McConnell was like, they Ben was turning the ball over so much they had to get TJ McConnell out there. And now I'm starting, and I even texted you last night. I was like, man, I'm starting up for the first time thing. We need a pass first point guard. You move Ben to power forward. You have to. And so your lineup will be like, and this is just based off what we got right now, a TJ McConnell at point, Reddick at two, Butler at three, Ben at four, and, and beat it, at five, and then your, it backup, it then your backup, then your – Six man is your Wilson Chandler's your backup because we're, we're light at at the four position, yeah. So we have a lot of guards, but we That's don't have you
1: got a, a 6'10 guy who prefers to play point guard. And well, it's like, they Yo. drafted
0: him to play point guard, yeah, understandable.
1: No, but I mean, you also drafted Markel Fultz to do what the same? No,
0: well, we drafted him to play off ball guard, yeah, yeah. point guard. Like, no, we we drafted him to replace Reddick, yeah, like that was the goal is to bring him along. We wouldn't have to re sign Reddick, he was and, never going to start at the two, man. At the, uh,
1: he was never going to start. We could debate that. He would've, it would have been the same way Ben Simmons came in after, the, at, well, for his rookie year, was they're going to put him at the four, he's going to run a point, and then when the backups come in, he's going to actually switch to point. Now let me That's ask you how this, went. About Markel Fultz, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: because we get the report that he's been diagnosed with TOS, which is a long way of saying that the blood flow and nerves and so forth can't make it through the small inlet from in between his arm and his um and his top um rib. <sighs> Here's my issue, and this is just it wasn't a diag- it wasn't diagnosed as this condition. What it was, it was diagnosed by exclusion. Okay. Oh, okay. What that means is. Because the original specialist that he left the team to go see didn't find anything. Then he went to eight more who also didn't find anything. And so the 10th one said, well, since they ran all these other tests and they went and they found and they no one else could find anything. We're going to treat you under the premise of this is what it is. Now, let me ask you, was this the same doctor that Kobe went to? He went to 10 different doctors. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm I know, saying.
1: I know he was visiting a doctor with Kobe. I didn't know if he this was He just went from not. doctor
0: to doctor to doctor. Okay. So, the thing is, not w- it is a condition that is extremely rare to basketball players. I think they said there's only been one or two other basketball players that have ever had that condition. Um, it's a baseball condition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course. It is a condition that baseball players get, um, most notably Matt Harvey. Yeah. And it's pretty much a career ending in injury. There's only been one baseball, and usually it's a pitcher, but there's only been one pitcher who's ever come back from that injury and actually had a career. The rest of the career has been shot. Yeah. Their velocity goes down. Now, the treatment for it is three to six weeks of rehab. If that doesn't work, then the next course of action is that they would remove his top rib. And what they said is they were like, the problem is a lot of people think of your top rib as being like right here. yeah It's actually closer to your um, neck and collarbone, and it's only about a couple inches wide. So it's a small bone. Mm-hmm. And so you will get that removed and that will allow the Boy, flow yeah. of muscle, I mean a flow of blood and nerves and everything. And they said the hitchingness shot is because of um, the hitching shot is because of compensating. I say all that to say come on man what are we even doing here Well so cuz I don't I, I I as much as I root for Markel Fultz, mm-hmm. I think if you the sooner you come to an acknowledgment that it's a mental thing you can treat it but all this I'm going to go it's like with all
1: of us Well see here's the thing with me right for him with the the injury being okay so with the rumor being out there that he was in a motorcycle accident and you know I don't believe it. And I know you don't believe that. But if that is the case, then this may, it, this changes everything. Now, if it's not the case and that this shoulder injury is just something that happened over time, then it is a bit weird. And he may have a Greg Oden situation where he won't last in this league and he'll have to be out. But the thing is, if it is just something of a, you know, and even if, even if you know, I don't want to say Greg Oden because I think for him, how young he is, the flashes that we seen when he is playing and he, he seems to be playing well. He looks like he can be a better than an average player in his league. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He on um, you can almost look at him and you can see some of the things that he does well. And you look at him and you go, This guy could potentially be an all-star one day.
0: Like I see him being like with this with his with his body type. Like he's six four, six five. That's the same height I am. He has freakishly long arms. Mm-hmm. I think he has somewhere he in the area of over a seven-foot wingspan. Yes, he does. Um, he's fast. He can jump. And you almost see, dude, not only could he be, and if he could shoot from volume from three like he did in Washington, then you see, okay, you got a freakishly good offensive player, but that's just the beginning of it.
1: So to me, you, you know who is a comparison to me in a way? Yeah. Just as far as, uh, and not necessarily playing style, but just, of what his career could look like if he was healthy. Brandon Roy. When I think about Markel Folks, I think about Brandon Roy, man. Kind of not really the same game, but kind of, you know, something similar there being able to score at a high clip because I mean that's he's what he did. Herky, in
0: jerky and just hard, hard to defend that jerky jerkiness about yes. his game.
1: So, that you know, that's what I look at. Now, like I said, depending on what this whole situation is, and if
0: it's a mental thing, it's still okay. That's what I, I think there's such a fight of not trying to make it a mental thing. And it's just like, dude. But I don't, I don't
1: believe it's a mental thing, though. I, I did at one point, but I don't. Because I the, the compensating thing... I, I can't see that mentally. I can't see how you're compensating. For no, I don't see a a, his
0: compensation mind. for mental. I think it's just he's just it's just like when um, I think he's just those hurt. guys like Chuck Knobloch from in baseball where they could they had a mental block of throwing the ball to first base and literally for years Chuck Knobloch could not throw the ball. And it almost I believe it actually essentially and it almost ended his career like he could not throw the ball to a base. Um, what's his name? Um, what's his name? He's a pitcher for the Cubs. They were like he hasn't thrown the ball to like try to get somebody out who's stealing for first base in like 3 seasons. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball, yeah. but he has a mental block of that motion to get it to first and it's just like so there but is a mental think, aspect to this. Yes, but I don't think that I don't
1: think that Fultz, I don't think his is mental in that case. I think his is mental in that he fi- there is a feeling that he has that's just not been the same. And I think that's where the mental part comes in. He can probably still shoot the ball, yeah. But mentally, knowing what's ha- it's, and it's the same as if you're a kid and you you know you fall down and you know you break an arm or you break a leg. You constantly and I've done this before. You con I, I sprained my wrist. Yeah. After you get that cast off, you're constantly feeling your arm.
0: Yeah, because you you're, st- you want to feel, feel both. Like it's of them. Still yeah, there. it's like
1: man, you know. Is this one normal, or yeah. you, you know, you hurt yourself, and you you know, you bump you one side of your head, you're feeling this side of the head, and you are feeling that side of the head. Am I okay? I think that's what he has, but I think what's, what'll be best for him is just a fresh start. I you get a complete it. fresh start, and I think it changes everything. Well, there's no room for him on this team to grow because his height, his ceiling, it doesn't exist now that you have Jimmy Butler there. He can't go anywhere else. It's like you know. He still think that he could be a valuable contributor. I just Yeah, think, but off the bench. He can't be a starter in Philadelphia. Um
0: I don't, he can't be a starter in Philadelphia, man. I don't he think he has I, to be the sixth. Well, hold on. yes, he can because you think if the whole point of Markel Fultz's progression was that he was going to replace JJ Redick. Mhm. JJ Reddick's been signing these one year deals, and the poll point was we get him for 23 million, we bring along Markel Foltz, we can let JJ Reddick go. Markel Foltz is our new volume three-point shooter. But not off the bench. No, he was gonna start. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But now, but but going into next season, if he can show something, you know, j., I mean but you But see j- the
1: problem that the, the problem is, is, and what I'm saying is that there's just not enough. Playing time for them I think There's so There's not man. enough No it's not man I think so man It's not enough Trust me I mean right Y'all you, you know Your team has a lot of Who Average
0: Who Who do we got Outside of our Like outside of our Four of our start set, or Five Wilson Chandler's on a One year deal No I'm not saying um, that I'm saying Reddick's on a one year deal but, but this is what I'm saying So now you're taking Reddick
1: and Wilson Chandler Let's just say those two guys And you're like okay we want Marco and we, we Well, we have an
0: open slot already, roster spot. That. So I'm just saying, not this year, but going into next year, But potential wise,
1: it's over for Markel Fulton in think Philadelphia. So. I don't what think do you, so. I mean, what do you think you got? You got the Warriors, where you got three guys who's going to be able to do it, or is he playing with LeBron, where he, you know, he's going to be, you know, I mean, come on, man, it's one of those things. What team has name the best teams in the league right now, and name the third best player. And Markel Fultz wouldn't even be the third best player on the team. No, he would be... So, name the fourth best player. So, what? Is it selling Draymond Green in Golden State? Is it selling... What, what? Is it selling Brandon Ingram? Or maybe you... Some people would even say Lonzo
0: Ball in Los Angeles... Like I said, I, I don't know where he would fit in. I'll put it this way. They can find minutes for him. We could use him because You can use him. I mean, but our that's not bench beneficial is, for him. Our bench is so bad. But once again, coming off the bench is the road. Again, you're who at. finishes but we, we've already talked about this is when it comes to like guys like Carmelo. It's not about who starts the game. It's your best five to finish it. And, and if that's he true can to an inject extent. some some scoring during the game, and he's on that night. He Yo, finishes the game. But trust me,
1: guys are not thinking, "Oh, I want to be finishing games." That's my number one priority. I'm no, you. these guys, bro, they plan for reasons, bro. And I know, but I'm just saying,
0: it's, it's to me. There's there are more important achievements in the game. But than, so, so let me. All right, so let's let's switch it then. What do you get for Markel Fultz? Because I'll tell you right now, Brian. I was listening to Brian Wenthorse and yeah. he was like, the reality is there's never been a first-round draft pick given up on at two years into no. his career that's been traded, cut, or released, and they didn't fetch at least a first-round draft pick for retur- in return. If you Look, the thing is,
1: here's the thing. If you get rid of him and you get half of what you think he might be, you've done well because he's not playing. He hasn't played.
0: Yeah, I mean so if we you got get, time. So here's well, yeah, the thing. You got time, but does he? Well here's does you thing. Get Well here's just. the problem is that his his salary just keeps ballooning the next two seasons. Yeah. But that's here's why the, you get rid of him though. But here's the thing. You got and the other issue is this year you got Zaire Smith who may or may not come back, which that would add huge to, like the Sixers I didn't think they they really need him now. Because they need another power forward, and that's what he's a power forward, small forward. Um, so they need a guy like Zaire Smith. I don't know if he's coming back after he had that surgery. Um, I don't think he is. Well, not this season. I don't know. I think if he is ready, he probably won't be ready into probably about a month or so before the playoffs, which puts him on, a, which kind of probably excludes him from the playoff roster. But we'll see. But you said you had something you need to talk about. I done spent all this time on my beloved Sixers. So you spent like with. 20 twenty-something minutes talking about the Sixers. That's right. And it it was that serious. It was that serious. People are gonna hate you. They are. But they gotta understand when, when when you listen to the stretch four, you get in the Sixer, you get in the East Coast bias coming with the Sixers, and then we got the West Coast bias of the bias. Los Angeles. I don't, I'm not like you, I don't have bias. <laughs> yes, man. you do. I not Yes, Trust you me. do. Trust me. <laughs>
1: Trust me. So, and I hate to talk about Philadelphia again. <laughs> I really do. But the question that I told you I was going to bring, and it's a hot take, mm-hmm. but for me personally, Luka Doncic over
0: Ben Simmons. Um. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. If you're trying to say where do they fit in the offense, I think in the Sixers offense, Luka would probably fit better than Ben. Probably? Yeah, because Luka can shoot. And right now with the – You don't sound sure is why I say Well, what I'm saying is with – it depends on what you're – because the Sixers roster isn't fully formed. No. We made the big deal. It left the hole in, it left some holes in our rosters and we always had the thought process that we we're going to pick up some shooters in the, in the buyout market or whatever. So Ben Simmons surrounded by four shooters. I think that's a better fit than Ben's your better fit. If you can't get those shooters, no. it, let me finish. If you can't get those shooters, and so you need your Ben Simmons position to be a shooter. Then Luca's a better fit.
1: And that that's what I think. Look, I like Ben Simmons, I really do. Once he develops a jump shot, I mean, it's gonna be scary to Dude, see what he can do. You guys in the this problem, jump shot, man. You need it. Dude. Yo, yo, let me ask you a question, man. Let me ask you a question. Name the best player without a jump shot. Uh Giannis. Okay.
0: Thirteen percent from three. Yes, that that is correct. What, what,
1: what's Ben Simmons right now? What's
0: Ben Simmons right now? Hold on, let me ask you this. Wait, wait, wait. Would you rather Ben Simmons not shoot a three, or would you rather somebody shoot in one for every ten? I
1: would take one for every ten.
0: I'd rather my guy drive dudes not. I mean, dudes um ten times. Yeah, but I'd rather is, my guy drive those ten times. And I and I
1: understand that. I totally do. You got, totally got a guy who's do. putting up a the break. problem is with the problem is with Giannis is that he's not taking ten again.
0: No, I'm talking 10%. about ten. Period. Like so, in ten shots, would you rather Giannis drive ten times, Giannis or would 10 you 10 rather 10. Giannis shoot ten times Giannis from three? Drive ten times. Okay. But the problem with Giannis is that he at least a he's at
1: least taking shot and he can shoot mid
0: range. Ben has that he can shoot mid range. Yo, he has Ben is not 10 taking to 12 any twelve mid- foot um, hook, um, hook that he's been doing, which he makes it. Like you can hate on him, which one? I see he makes he's he stretched that that hook out there about 10 feet from the basket. Look, all I'm saying is the reality league, is a score two points two points. Two points so is two points. So if you're telling me that Ben drives and gets in a hole and scores two points, if, if ben, he does though, let me ask you, you, he's not 100% ben, from there. If Ben Simmons is going to go six of 10 from the field and score 16 points, or Ben Simmons can go six of 15. No, 4 of 11 from the field with a couple threes and have 16 points. I'd rather him go 6 of 10 because that's a game that he knows.
1: Yeah, but he's only taking one more shot. But what I'm saying is... I understand what you're saying, but he's only taking one more shot. But, but either way, it doesn't hurt he had- you. He's
0: more efficient no, because yeah. you got to realize for those 7 that he missed, those might be defensive rebounds and where the correct. 4 that he missed may be defensive rebounds. So, And, and that is correct. You have to, to me... I, and I and I need to do this and tr- I, like My listeners thing is- hold me to the fire on this. I promise you, I will come next week with real field goal percentage. And I think that will tell the truth because if Ben, yeah, I think and- he's shooting like fifty percent from the field. No, I'm talking about the real field goal percentage. So I want it oh, like from each yeah. spot. So, so that you know, like a three equals I think at a three. If you're forty percent from three, that's the equivalent of being sixty percent of three. I mean, sixty percent from the field. And, like, that one year that um, Steph Curry had that crazy stat where him from three was better than LeBron in the the lane. Like, it was some – because he was so good from three that year. But I would like to – the reason why I say that is because sometimes we get – we try to make guys into something different. I love Luca's game. But what I'm saying is Luca is – Luca, at this point of his career, he still is going to grow. We ain't got tape on him. Like As much as guys like, oh, yeah, he's been in Europe. Yeah, but, I mean, you didn't have tape on Ben Simmons last year. Exactly. He was rookie of the year. Like All, all you can hope
1: for is for you. But Ben Simmons can hope, living
0: up to your hype, though. The best that you can hope for, your, well, he got the same number line as he has last year. That's what I'm saying. That's what you can expect. That the, the whole thing is the only thing you can hope for for your rookie is the best is be rookie of the year. Very rarely has there been an MVP as rookie of the year. I mean, MVP and rookie of the year same year. So you can hope for him to be rookie of the year. Your next year is that you hope that he makes another step and doesn't regress. I'll tell you right now, Jason Tatum has regressed. Spider Mitchell has regressed. Ben Simmons, same stat line. So I can't fault this guy, and his defense has picked up. Now, what I will say that I, I, is a trouble spot for me that I don't like that I'm seeing is that his turnovers has increased. Oh, yeah. But if I had to take him having one— But it's more or, predictable. But, but that's what I'm but saying. saying ben Simmons' can, game is so predictable, but and if, that's what I think you're not saying. I, what I'm saying is if I can have him have one or two more turnovers a game— Versus a uh, Spider Mitchell shooting seven of thirty-one, or uh, Jason well, look, Tatum, the thing, right? or Jason Tatum looking disinterested in shooting some of the worst efficient shots in Let the NBA. A like I'd rather take that one. So extra would you rather? Would you rather have Ben Simmons taking shots or turning the ball over? I'd rather have him take a shot, but that's but what if I'm you look at but, he, but he, where he turns the ball over, it isn't because he could have took a shot. He's not getting a it wide open jumper a lot, and then turn the ball. He can't no, call he's, his own number. That's he what does call his own number a lot, dude. He tries. No, I watch a lot of Sixers games. He I, tries, man. He calls his number a lot. It's just tries. not in the traditional I'm going to shoot it or go one no, on one. The, he drives, he takes the ball, look, he drives. Versus the, lane. the
1: best teams in the league, he's not getting that, man. He's not, yo, driving the ball, trying to get to the lane is not going to help, especially when it comes down to crunch time. I would like to see if When you shoot 59% from the free throw line, it doesn't matter if you're driving. They will foul you.
0: If he uses his size, I think he needs to use his size better. And I think you're going to see that grow with Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler is affecting his game. Well, let me ask you: when you say him using his size better, what does that mean? What, so, like,
1: what? What does his size do for him? Ben he can't submit, shoot, so he's not posting up. He's six ten. He's not posting up. But when he, yes,
0: he is posting up. He's doing that little hook shot, and he's been successful. With okay, it. okay. So, so he's doing a little hook shot. Yeah, he's been doing a hook shot. I would like to see him, which uh, we call it, take guys, Well, he's already already take guys off the um, basket. But it seems like when he's driving, he's dr- I mean when he's on um, posting, he's looking to post out. They just started. See, the problem is you have to realize with Brett Brown's offense. We, they didn't start posting Ben Simmons. Until they got Jimmy Butler.
1: They need to impose him
0: b too. But when you get what I'm saying, to yes. like that's not his fault. He's running an offense, and the okay. offense is you come down, you you drive in to dish out, and now when Jimmy Butler got here, they said, Okay, we got a guy from the outside who can dribble the ball in. Now they started posting Ben. That's a new part of his game he has to develop.
1: Okay, before we go on 40 minutes talking about the Sixers, because that's I'm just all saying, we are saying.
0: We could talk about Sixers all day. We could. <laughs> but that wasn't even the best game of the night. No. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I want to ask this question. Mm-hmm. And are we seeing the best LeBron? No. No. Not even close. Not even close. Here's another question. Are we seeing the best 16th year of a career ever? Possibly, yes. Because I can't think of guys... Because at this point... And you can come you can at me Kobe stance we saw a carcass called Kobe Bryant at 16 years. I
1: think wasn't it the year they won a championship?
0: No I think this was the Achilles year no because he 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 retired in
1: 2016. they won a championship in 2011.
0: No he retired 2016
1: 2017 season 2016 2017 they won 20 but well, they went back to back so 2009. In 10. 2009, 2010, 2010, 2011. So that next year, they lost to Dallas in the first round,
0: 2011. Yeah. So we, we're, we're talking about the carcass of... No, it's not. I carcass. mean, he was okay. He was no, okay. No, but he no, wasn't... No. Hold on Was he this? No, he wasn't. No. I mean, it seems no, like LeBron is at a point now where he's just like, I'll let the kids play for a while, and then I'm going to be LeBron. Like, he's yeah. using his own name as a verb. Like, he is... <laughs> It's like how we started calling, Goog- looking up stuff as Googling it. That's how LeBron's doing. He's like, I am going to let these kids play, then I'll LeBron. He's definitely,
1: he, I mean, he's been, when, when, he's, when he's tying in, he's doing his thing, man. When he, you know, he said he's been battling with trying to see, you know, when to take over in the fourth quarter. So that's one thing there. But I think that, I think right now, man, I think that team, it's just built in a certain type of way where it allows him to be able to do what he's doing right now. Um, between the guys that they have, who they can insert in there. I mean, he's doing it all still without really doing too much defense. Defense is not his forte at this point in, in, in his career. Well, and that's a, pro- that's a problem.
0: It, it, well, you know what? Is it a problem? Yes. And the when you play with said- all
1: those young guys, yes. Because you look at it, LeBron, when he leaves the team. He leaves the team and steals. But when he leaves the team guess what happens oh they're they're dumb man these guys cannot play Be
0: honored to have lebron
1: i understand that and it it, it it is an honor but the problem is that as a leader you also have to set the standard the lakers have fallen into the trap that lebron has been a leader on and that's not being the best defensive team when lebron's been the best defensive team what's happened they've done well his teams have done really well they lost to San Antonio. I think they were number one in defense that one year. I think it was in 2007, 2008 season. But when he's able to do that, it would be a much better team. If your number one guy is, is playing defense and as hard as he wants to, as hard as he can, it changes things. But, you know, that's a, that's the thing, man, is that, you know, at this point in his career, he doesn't try.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean – but at the same notion, I know what he is, and you know what you got when you got him. Yeah,
1: you got you got somebody who's gonna give it all to you offensively. I mean, but they're I not like, gonna do anything defensively. Well, and he, that's the he, thing with LeBron, right? That's the thing that I don't think he realizes. If he played more defense, he wouldn't have to do so much on. But offense.
0: here's the thing: so just going into his real plus minus, his defense is real plus minus one twenty and one point two.
1: One point two.
0: I mean, his offense is four point zero six.
1: What's Anthony Davis? Uh, Defensive plus minus
0: three point five eight, but he's also the number one real plus minus. And what's what's Marcus Because I'm looking at it right Mark now. Mark Gasol, four point four one. Okay, but Marcus Gasol gives you nothing on the offensive end. Okay. So I
1: mean, so okay, and look at Steph's. What's his
0: Steph Curry? His is negative point four three. KD .12. So
1: the defensive plus minus. So I'm not. I'm not really running
0: with that. Why not?
1: I I don't I run off of the eye test. Come on, man. Yeah, man. Come on, it's too look, at nah, look at the names. Look at the names up bro. there. So look at the names up there, man. No, go back, go back, go back. Look, Channing Fry has what number?
0: How many games has he played? Channing Fry, but Channing Fry's his defensive real plus minus. Yeah, but how he's many played games? Six games.
1: How many minutes is he playing? Uh, seven. Stop it. Stop it.
0: That's why well, I don't I mean, go you by that. You could discount That's, guys like that, but at the same, I'll go motion. back to the front. Go back to the front page. So LeBron right now is seventy and sixty nine yeah. is UD. So, so okay, in UD. Okay, <laughs> with his six minutes. Uh, but that's what I'm time. saying. So,
1: but even still, right? It, I don't go by that. But just going on that, you can't exclusively LeBron, go off that. But no, I'm not. Notion. But I'm saying if you're seventy, if if you're 70th and and real plus minus, right? That means that there is two guys before you on every team. Yeah, two guys. And if some you just, three, huh? Some three. And some three. Yeah. But for the average, it's two guys. Yeah. You mean to tell me that two guys at all times are going to be playing better defense than you? By the
0: way, real quick. Shout out my man, Robert Covington. Not only is he number one in defensive plus minus, but overall, he's number 12 in the league in real plus minus. Golly. And I'll be honest with you. I got to be real with you. He was not doing that on the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but I mean, I think I don't know. and to our real point, plus look, minus but, to our is, is a lot of teams. Jimmy so. buckets number one in real plus minus, of course, minus <laughs> in the league, of course, for shooting guards, of course, so, of course, but, um, he is.
1: He's playing defense and he's playing offense. Yeah. You look at these guys' numbers. Who who are the best guys? The guys that are playing defense and the guys that are playing offense.
0: Ben Simmons, he's right where he was last year. I mean, last um, time. He's 12 amongst, 14th amongst point guards, right next to Russell Westbrook. I mean, I guess, you, you know what? I'm glad we saw that real quick. Let me ask you this mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook.
1: Don't even ask me no crazy question like that. L-
0: let me ask my what question. would go? Looking at their impact on the team. I would actually have to say that Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook's impact on the team are about the same. Russell Westbrook can shoot he does shoot he shouldn't, not as much as he does from three. and I'm, I'm projecting a little bit, but I think that overall, Ben is Ben and Russell Westbrook are all going to have to be deal with the fact that they need something else. The only way that – is that mine or yours? That's me. The only way that Ben Simmons is successful is if he has a a scorer. Just like if you're seeing – right now, I think this year, you're seeing the best of Russell Westbrook because he got Paul George. Yeah, but
1: he was – I mean, Russell Westbrook became Russell Westbrook before Paul George.
0: But that year that he was killing it and had all those triple-doubles, it was, okay, that's great, y'all losing – but that's great. Yeah, now you're seeing the But you're seeing a combination of they're the number one, number two team in the West. Yeah. They're dominating. They only got their best defender. Yeah.
1: I mean But it's a different Western conference. That's true. You can't, you can't base this year's, you can't base this season so far off of last year at all. That's true. Like
0: nothing about this year is similar to last year. You know what we need to do? All right, so we're going long on this episode. Super long. So we're gonna have to wrap it up. Right. But I think we need to decide whether we do two shorter episodes, two shorter episodes per week. Yes, I think it's too I, much action. Going it's too on, much. A- I mean, we
1: can't, and that's the thing, man. It's
0: just so much to talk about. You can't wrap it up, anymore. and it's hard because there's games that happened earlier this mm-hmm. week that I really want to talk about, but mm-hmm. everything that just happened happened last night. Yeah, and if we would have
1: went and you know did this episode let's say yesterday we wouldn't be talking about what we're talking about today
0: yep and so we had to wait a whole nother week for that exactly And so
1: that's one thing so what well, you talking thinking
0: that. like monday thursday yeah all right we're gonna do that all right so what we're gonna do y'all heard it here first y'all part of this process we try to keep you with the heat we're gonna give you episode monday and thursday and talk about more games more what's going on. Maybe we'll have one episode really game-heavy another episode that's more league-heavy. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But either way, we're going to get it that way. Mm-hmm. All right. Real quick, plug your stuff that you got going on. Uh, so we're working on the uh, photography
1: po- podcast for mobile photography. So that'll be coming up pretty soon. Uh, we'll go ahead and start releasing some of that um, for right now. Uh, as you know, I do photography and videography. Uh, got a lot of things going on right now For the next month You could go ahead and follow me On Instagram and Facebook At The Philosophy And that's T-H-E-F-E-E-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y uh, Once again Facebook and Instagram At The Philosophy T-H-E-F-E-E-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y So um, go ahead Check me out there But uh, ultimately Just doing a lot of work right now um, Doing a lot of things uh, Just happy to be able to do this For you all uh, get a chance to, you know, it'd be great once we get a chance to really start interacting with some of our listeners, because we do have a bit of listeners right now.
0: Yeah, we got to get a um, so, bigger,
1: bigger and bigger audience. Yeah, bigger and bigger audience. So i um, just looking forward to that. And hopefully with the way that we'll do the splits now, um, being able to be give you guys a little bit more content in shorter time frames. I think that may be a big thing. And I think, you know, that'll help you all out. And you all should, you know, like that. If not, let us know. Yeah, um, but ultimately, you know, just just happy, happy to be doing things I'm doing right now and just be around. So all
0: right, and real quick, I'm just gonna plug a few things. So as you know, stretch for is part of the gig podcasting network. So definitely go to gigpodcasting.network, check out the website, click on some of the ads to support us, um, especially if you're already doing some shopping on Amazon. Click on the Amazon link. It takes you right to Amazon. We get a little piece of that just as a thank you um, for directing you over there. We don't see any of your purchase history. Also, if you're into the gig economy, Uber, Lyft, Ship, Postmates, um, all these different companies, I have a podcast called the Gig Essentials Podcast. You can check it out on a gigpodcasting.network website or anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Um... Also, from the mind of my seven-year-old, the Lamar and Corey show, that comes out, same thing, anywhere where you can get podcasts or on the website. Um, and also, the RPO podcast, which is a football-based podcast, is basically the way we talk about sports, and it's um, Alex and Cody, um, which are the Get rip guys, um, as well as Corey, and not me, another Corey, um, talk about football, and also the Get rip podcast, which is Um, really interactive we're going to be doing some some Instagram videos and YouTube stuff as well you can also see the podcast being made on our YouTube channel Gig Podcasting Network Um, that's our YouTube channel Um, let's see I think that's it Um, yeah pretty sure that's it yeah Um, so until the next one peace peace